Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Kenny Clutch, with another episode on the Clutch Vision Podcast. Yes, yes, it is November, y'all. It's November. Um, We almost at 2020. We are just about at 2,000 subscribers on our YouTube page, so thank you, everybody, for um, supporting the channel, commenting on the channel, liking the channel, continue to support it, continue to share this link. Go ahead and subscribe. Click that bell. If this is your first time here, you are in for a treat um, on this episode. Um, This episode is brought to you by Got Cut. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Got Cut. The only, and I'm telling you, the only barbershop of its kind in South Jersey, 7537-39 River Road, Pensacola, New Jersey. Go over there and see my man Joey. It is autism friendly and wheelchair accessible. So go ahead and get your cut. Uh, you know the holidays are coming up, so you might want to go ahead and get your cut and get nice for the holidays. Um, yes, one more time, got cut. You can follow them online on Instagram at got cut um and yes they are open pretty much every day monday through sunday all right so go ahead and check them out my man joey and the guys over there will take care of you uh and the ladies as well too all right so got cut go ahead and check them out ladies and gentlemen uh today's episode um is kind of a i guess emotional one um and I'm going to talk about something that I, I, I have not uh, really talked about as much, or I have, but I haven't gone super, super in in depth about it. And I've made uh, small posts here and there over the last year or so. And I think it's important to speak about it now, about the about a father the father that I am, you know, to Christian. For those that don't know, my son Christian has trisomy 21, which is Down syndrome. And I want to speak about, uh, you know, being a father with a child who has special needs. And um, I think this is important for fathers. You guys don't know how many times I've gotten a DM from a woman stating that, you know, there has been a father that left because their child has special needs or something that is, I guess, what you want to call quote-unquote average, um, not average and not quote-unquote normal, I guess, you know. Um, I say that loosely because I believe that we're all created differently. I believe that we're all created for a reason. Um, For the fathers out there that you know, run away from the situation, this is for you. For that father out there that um, needs the encouragement to press forward, to be there for your child with special needs, this is for you. This is not to bash you in any way. This is not to judge you, you know what I'm saying? But this is just a reminder that we're not in control of 
the things that come into our lives or things that are already set forth in our lives. It's already set. It's already set. So I'm going to start off with my thoughts um, on, you know, my son. And when I, when I first found out um, that Christian was going to have, uh, be born, you know, with trisomy 21. And for those that don't know what trisomy 21 is, it is the uh, medical term for Down syndrome. Basically, that means that uh, the average person has 47, 46 chromosomes. The uh, A person with trisomy 21 has 47 chromosomes. The 21st chromosome actually has three copies of the same chromosome. So basically, normally when a baby is conceived, you get 23 from mom, 23 from dad. So basically what happened was when me and my wife conceived Christian, one of us doing something a little extra, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so one of us do something and a little extra. That's all that was. Um, but in the process, um, you know, th- for me, like I was just happy that, you know, me and my wife were having our child together and, um, and Christian was going to be born. I was happy that, you know, I had a son coming into the world. There were speculations that he uh, could have trisomy 21. Um, the doctors had suspected it early in the pregnancy. And um, during that time, what people don't know is kind of how, um, not kind of, but what happened with the doctors and how they were kind of pressing us to abort Christian. And I'm so thankful and so glad that uh, we don't believe in, in abortion at all. I'll touch on that in, in a little bit. But my initial thoughts, my initial reaction was I didn't really care. <clears throat> I didn't care what he had. You know what I'm saying? If I'm, if I'm keeping it real, I, ain't, I didn't care. You know what I'm saying? If he if he came out with no limbs or whatever, I, I, I was just happy that, you know what I'm saying, Christian was going to be born and have a chance and have a shot at life. You know what I'm saying? And I was just grateful and thankful for a son. I'm going to be real. Because... So many times I've seen so many other situations with other people. I just I just wanted my son to be born. I ain't care what he looked like. I ain't care what he had. I ain't, I ain't care about none of that, yo. Was I scared? Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't know what I didn't know what Down syndrome actually was fully. Like I knew about it, but I had no knowledge on it. Was I afraid of the things that can happen, you know, later in life with him, with people? Absolutely. Which I'll touch on in a second as well, too. But to stick to my, my first point, you know, what were my first thoughts when I found out that Christian would be, uh, would, would have trisomy 21, it, you know, I was just overjoyed with love and being that I just wanted to be there for my wife because you don't understand, man, like... The emotions that that we were both going through, I think my wife showed it a little bit more than me, and um, me privately I did. You know what I'm saying? And 
it was just at a, I was at a point where like, again, I was just happy, yo. I mean, if you're a real father, like a child being born, no matter if it's your first, your second, your third, your fourth, you just got this joy that you have the privilege and the honor of being a dad. That you have a privilege and honor of being someone's father. Like that that came from inside of you. And God placed that seed inside of you. That's what we forget, man. The seed that's inside of us was produced by someone. All things are working through Christ Jesus, man. Period. Period. And a lot of times as fathers, we, we take that for granted, yo. We just sitting here popping babies out like willy-nilly, like it's just a free-for-all, yo. And then we don't want to take care of our responsibilities. You know what I'm saying? And it hurts, you know, because I'm like, yo, man, I've wanted this all my life. And I finally got it. And then you got men out here that just go out on a tangent and just don't care because of whatever is going on or whatever with the baby mom or their wife. Man, we got to be a little bit more responsible. I'm just keeping it real. Again, I'm not here to bash you. I'm not here to judge you. I don't really know your situation, but I know I'm talking to somebody. For the men that have reached out to me that that are there for their fathers, yo, I salute you. Because I get those messages too. I don't want y'all to think that, oh, it's just women hitting me up or whatever with their their problems with their, with their men. You know what I'm saying? No, it's men out here, whatever, that's doing it. It's men out here that's doing it. Shout out to 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 Father Lee, a a insta a um follow them on Instagram. You know what I'm saying, and I see posts all the time from them supporting the dads. You know what I'm saying. So again, like my my initial reaction to to all of this, I was just truly truly like overjoyed, happy, and I just wanted him to be born and be healthy. They would tell us about the side effects and things that could happen to him, that he could have a, uh, you know, some type of birth defects with his heart or these different issues and stuff like that. I, listen, yo, let me tell you something. I wasn't receiving none of that. Me and my wife, we wasn't receiving none of that. None of that news that they were trying to give us, we wasn't receiving it. You feel me? All I know was is that my son was going to be born and he was going to be great. Period. So it's a difference with receiving and experiencing. See, we were experiencing what the doctors were telling us about the defects, but we wasn't receiving the defects. Christian has what you call a mild case of Down syndrome. You know what I'm saying? Which means he didn't he didn't get all the other effects that normally happens with a child who has Down syndrome, you know, heart murmurs and different things like that, um, different things that can go on with the brain. You know what I'm saying? He he didn't he didn't get get all those things. But I believe that because of our faith, you know, God just has something special for us. Now, Christian was born with a rare blood disorder, which kept him in ICU for uh, 10 days after he was born. And he had very, very low platelet counts. 
in his first uh you know year of life he was we was at the hospital every single week in the doctor's office every single week getting getting blood work done but these are the things that you got to do i think some fathers are just you know maybe a little bit afraid of the extra work understand something if you were given a child with special needs you're the one that's special you're the one that's special because God chose you to do this task, to show an example, to show how humans are supposed to be. Many times we'll sit there and we get scared and we run. Jonah was scared and he was running. He was scared and he was running. Moses tried to make every excuse in the book. Not to sit there and go out and do his task because he was running. But you got to understand, fathers, you were chosen. You were chosen. I believe I was chosen. So during this time, you know, they they would give us the uh, option to abort, which we rebuked. You know what I'm saying? We're not aborting our son, period. We don't, we don't believe in that. We don't support that. I know that's a big thing um, with with a lot of parents um, because of different situations. But in our, if I'm speaking on my particular situation, one, we don't believe in abortion. We don't believe in killing babies that didn't ask to be here. We don't believe in that, especially my kids. Like, no, we're not killing my son. We're not doing none of that. It, it, listen. I get it. If something medically goes wrong or whatever, or, or, or you know, l- listen, we won't let God handle that. You know what I'm saying? Because God is forming in the belly. So we're going to let that, we're going to let that play out. That is, that's not our call. That's not our call. We got to understand that. So no, like, you know, y'all don't know how many times my wife would sit here and and cry and be upset. Doctors, we got to do better with delivering this news. This should be more of a support system inside the medical field. And more information should be uh, uh, given to the parents that if you are going to be having a child that has trisomy 21, that information needs to be given, not given on the day of birth. Because that's what happened to us. It was given on the day of birth. Like, okay, here, here's this, here's that, here's this. Like, here's these papers. Um, l- like, yo, we had a 76% chance. Listen, if it's over a certain percentage, you should really start preparing. You know what I'm saying? Parents, I encourage you to do this. Those that that may be having a, a child that, that has trisomy 21 coming into this world, I urge you to go out and start looking for different groups and support groups that will help you understand what um, trisomy 21 is all about so that you are well prepared when your child is coming into the world. Because listen, we got we got three other children and we don't we don't know like. You know what I'm saying? We didn't know anything about how to raise a child with, with special needs at all. And here's the thing about special needs, man. Maybe we're the ones that are in 
need of special needs. If you get my drift. The kids that are born with, 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 with what we call special needs, man. Maybe their assignment on earth is to spread more love. You ever think about that? Maybe their assignment on earth is to get us and teach us how to love different, think different, act different, speak different. Because many times we'll sit here and we'll use words like, like the R word, retarded. We'll use it, that word or whatever, night and day. I used to and I was ignorant to it. And it doesn't hit you or whatever until you actually have a son that has Down syndrome and what people use that word for and they relate it to people with trisomy 21 or people with a special need. But we're ignorant to that. See, we don't want to talk about it, but I'm going to sit there and say it. I believe that the word that word is just as bad as the N-word. If we keep it funky... We use it up and down like, oh, that's that's this and that's that. Like, oh yeah, that's retarded. Like, and we don't we don't we don't sit here or whatever, and we don't check each other on it. We don't check each other on it. We got a problem with holding each other accountable. See, as my son grows up, that was the one thing that I was afraid of. That he's going to grow up, he's going to go into school, and then at some point in time, there's going to be that one ignorant person that sits there and uses that word towards my son. Let me tell you something. I'm the wrong father. We the wrong parents. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, I know we got a big following, social media and all that, but if I'm keeping it real, forget all that. Forget all that. Let's keep it funky, yo. That, things like that, we need to start learning how to speak different people. And I had to do that. I'm not perfect. But I'm not afraid to sit there and say that I I wasn't using it frequently or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know, I was ignorant. I was ignorant. And we got we to gotta accept the fact that sometimes we're just ignorant or whatever. Not in a bad sense, guys. I'm talking about we just don't know. We just don't know. And we don't know who we hurting at the end of the day. We don't know by using that word on who we truly hurting. Oh, I didn't mean it that way. Yeah, but you don't understand the meaning of the true word. So now you're just saying stuff or whatever that you don't even know what the word truly stands for. And where it came from. And what what it's applied to. So I'm speaking for every single father, every single mother that has a a, a child with special needs. A family member with special needs. Whatever it is. This is my duty now. And I'm standing up for them. And I'm telling you. Change your tune, yo. Change the way we speak, especially about these kids or whatever that ain't ask to sit here and come into this world at all. But they came here for a reason because God put them here for a reason. As a reminder to us, 
I dare say or whatever that that the that if we if we continue to use this word maybe 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 we talking about ourselves You see what I'm saying? We just got to think we just got to do better. We got to think better. I think that was the one thing that was at the top of my list of of if I had any type of worry and I don't like to use the word worry. I'm just being as basic as possible. You know what I'm saying? Because that to me, I'm like, yo, man, like I'm not I'm not going to have that. So for for parents that's out there today that if you don't have a child with special needs, yo, cool. But teach your kids how to speak. And I'm not saying you're not doing it. What I'm saying is is the environment that they're around, we need to start doing better. It takes a village to raise a child, right? So we got to start start doing better as a village. We got to start being better as a village together. Again, this is not to sit there and bash or come at anybody. I'm just bringing reality. These are things or whatever that 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 the community would, won't won't really come out and say, or may not even have the platform to say. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's my take on on, on that, man. We got to do better, and I and I preach about it more. But we got to do better in in how we speak and how we treat each other. Especially growing up, you know, as children, we just say whatever, man. We just say whatever, but but we say whatever because we get it from somewhere. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know I mean, these kids are taught these words. They don't just come out of nowhere. They're, they're taught these words. They're exposed to it in 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 TV or in music, especially in music. Y'all artists or whatever be tripping sometimes, yo, straight up. See, we don't we don't we don't be thinking. We thinking like, oh, it's just a slang word. Nah, it's not a slang word. You feel me? That that's that's just, you know, it's dear to my heart. It's dear to my heart. So, you know what I mean? Like, I I hope we're clear on that. You know what I'm saying? And and if I gotta keep going on it or whatever, then I will. To get more people to just to understand, just to be a little, just show a little bit more love and compassion and consideration and sensitivity. Because we out here, man, like we, we born or whatever in, 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 in into this world, not knowing what's going to happen. You feel me? For the fathers who leave, yo, for the fathers who leave. Let me tell you something, man. You gotta understand who you are, and this is not just a father who leave just as a, as a uh, uh, for, for kids with special needs. This is if you leave, period. No matter what, you, you no matter what condition your child is in. Matter of fact, nah, yo, this is for any parent that leaves because there is mothers that leave too. It's mothers that's out there, whatever that's tripping too. So for the fathers and the mothers. That just leave. Listen, yo, your child, your child needs you at the end of the day. Your child needs you at the end of the day. And maybe you can't handle it. 
Maybe you can't handle it, but I urge you to make sure that your child is somewhere safe. And if you can't handle it, at least, at least have the decency enough to give them away to somebody who you know that is going to take care of that child. Because many times child pe- ch- children are just left with no explanation and no answer. You don't understand what that does to their mind. You want to talk about mental health. You want to talk about mental health. You 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 sitting here and in in leaving your child just you bugging at young ages too. Yeah, I'm addressing stuff or whatever that needs to be addressed because if we don't, we, we got to have this conversation and then we got to take action. I said we got to have this conversation and then we got to take action. It's one thing to speak. But it's another thing to take action That's why we pray on one hand And we fight on the other I said we pray on one hand And we fight on the other So that's what I'm going to do I'm going to pray for every single parent I'm going to pray for every single man Men, we got to do better We the kings We got to do better We're leaders We got to do better We're leaders We're leaders Our princesses need us Our princes need us To lead them Because eventually one day they will be king One day they will be a queen And if you leave Who is going to guide them Oh you want some other dudes in there taking care of yours That's cool It's a whole gang of them or whatever lined up I'm one of them And I don't mind Because that happened with me and my wife You feel me So you, you, you want to sit here and, 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 and just bounce Because you can't handle the pressure You can't handle the pressure They say pressure bust, bust pipes right Pressure bust pipes When that pipe is busted It's a flow I said when that pipe is busted It's a flow It's a flow y'all it's a flow It's a flow An overflow The overflow is what you want You want that cup overflowed You want that cup overflowed yo We gotta do better Pressure creates diamonds right I said pressure creates diamonds right Take the pressure But you know I wouldn't change a thing though I wouldn't change a thing Like My This whole journey that we've been on With Christian I wouldn't change anything Anything I'm happy that that I learned so much about You know Trisomy 21 I'm happy that I've Uh been accepted into a wonderful community and met so many great people. Just great people, man. My man Brad. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen Brad on my Instagram, check him out, man. That's my dude. You know, and, and it, just so many great people that that are in the same situation as us and understand. That we're really here for each other. And I think that that community, the the Down Syndrome community, truly uh, shows um, how to be there for one another. You know what I'm saying? And, and 
these children with Down syndrome, man, it's like, yo, they they show real love no matter what. No matter what. Like, Christian is smiling all the time. Like, no matter what. Like, it's like the only time he'll cry is if he's, if he's teething pretty much or if he's tired. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, it's like, yo, this dude is always smiling. Like, he always got something to smile about. Even my man Brad, who's 30 years old, Brad is always smiling. Always. Like, he's never really down at all. At all, yo. And, and, and it's amazing to see. And I'm just saying, man, like, imagine that if we all learned how to love each other a little bit more. Imagine what the world would be like. Imagine what the world would be like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. Things, you know, violent things happen, evil things happen, bad things happen in life. But they're also there to help us and teach us how to overcome adversity and how to love truly and be appreciative of the things that we actually have in life. It's the way it is. You know what I'm saying? So I, me, as a dad, I wouldn't change a thing. I'm having a blast with Christian as my son, and I'm super thankful, and I praise God every single day that he has given me him and that he he is such a joy and a gift to be around, and I learned so much from him. And he's like, you know, like everything that I've ever wanted in a son, along with my other kids as well, too. You know what I'm saying? And it's just amazing. Like, I'm just not afraid to do the work. At the end of the day, I'm just not afraid to do the work. We can't be afraid to do the work, people. We got to do the work. If you were given this assignment for a reason, take the assignment and get to work. Get your hands dirty. It's okay. Get your hands dirty. Get your hands dirty. You don't understand what what this, this challenge has done so much for my family. And it's brought us closer together as a family, if I'm being completely honest. Now, I'm not saying that my family is the most perfect family in the world. No, we have our ups and downs just like everybody else. I'm keeping it funky with y'all. You know what I'm saying? We we go through things just like everybody else, as most of you guys have seen. But we go through things internally that, you know, you guys don't see. As a family, we have our ups and downs like everybody else. But we, are able, but we know because we've been prepared. And where do we prepare? That's the question. Where do we prepare? We prepare in prayer. In prayer. I'm just hungry, man. Hungry for God. I'm I'm hungry to be better. I'm hungry to learn. I'm hungry. I don't care how much success we get. I want more. I'm hungry. I'm hungry because I want to help people. I want to help people be healed. So many people out there that's in pain. There's so many people out there that need to be healed. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and we 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 gotta be there, man. If I if I gotta be that voice to help you, then I then I'm gonna just be that voice and allow God to use me. Because let me tell you something, you're looking at a man over there that didn't speak. I've said this, you know, plenty of times. I never spoke, but sometimes God is just going to keep pulling you back and pulling you back and pulling you back. 
and pulling you back. And he's going to keep holding you down and holding you down and holding you down. You're going to wonder why he's, why is God holding me down? Why am I so silent? Because it ain't time yet. It ain't time to release you yet. So he's going to keep pulling you back through high school. He was holding me back. Through grade school, he was holding me back. Quiet, quiet. People wanted to beat me up. People used to look at me like, yo, man, what's his attitude? What's his problem? Holding me back. Holding me back. Pulling, pulling. And the next thing you know, boom. God release me. You can't get me to stop talking. I said, you can't get me to stop talking. You can't get me to stop talking. And I'm learning more every single day. God is going to do that for you. Sometimes he's going to just going to keep holding you back and holding you back and holding you back and holding you back. And you're not going to understand why. Because once he releases you, you ain't coming down. I said, once he releases you, you ain't coming down or whatever until he bring you down. Until he says, okay, this is the landing spot. Come on home. So don't take anything that you're going through in life right now as like, yo, why is this holding me back? You look to God and you understand. You'll understand. You'll understand. You'll sit there and be like, I get it. And for the longest time, I didn't get it. I didn't understand why I was so quiet. But I knew later in life or whatever, I was just really observing, collecting information. How can we be wise? How can we grow if we continue to talk? You know what I'm saying? When we're trying to learn. If you're trying to learn, you shouldn't be talking. I said, if you're trying to learn, you shouldn't be talking. How can you process information if your mouth is running? Your brain is sitting there telling your mouth what to say. And then there's information that's trying to be collected through your ears. You got, you're, 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 you're blocking it. You got a traffic jam going through. I said, you got a traffic jam going through. We got to understand. We got to know how to be quiet. In order to learn, in order to gain the wisdom, and then apply it. A lot of us gain wisdom and then we don't apply it. So as a as a father, in learning about Christian and him having trisomy 21, I had to learn how to be quiet and chill and collect this information, locked in. Anybody who had any valuable information to give me and my wife, I'm all ears. You won't hear me say a word. Because then when I know, then I'm going to apply it. I'm going to put it on my son. I'm going to teach him. Apply that. Put it inside my family. and Teach them. So that we can be better. So that we can move forward. So that we can be an example for that next family that needs it. So for me as a dad, I was... Extremely happy and also extremely scared. And then for the longest time, I didn't even want to put a picture up of Christian. Or I did, and I was just like, oh, does it does he look like this? Or does he, you know, or doesn't he? Now I don't care. Because God made him the way that he was supposed to look. God created him this certain way for a reason. So therefore, I'm not ashamed of my son. I think many fathers out there may be ashamed of, of their son because you're afraid. I'm telling you, yo, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. It's okay. It's okay. 
You got other fathers out here or whatever that's really doing it. You feel me? So we here, man. And if you're a father out there that's listening to this and you know you need to go back to your family because you know you need to be there as, as a father to your children, yo, I encourage you to go back. I encourage you to finish the race. Paul said in Acts 20 and 24, my life means nothing. My only task is to finish the race that God has given me. Finish the race. Finish the race. Finish the race. It's your boy, Kenny Clutch. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Go ahead and subscribe to this YouTube link. Uh, you know, click the bell. Share this video with somebody that needs it, yo. Um, I, I thank you, everybody. Thank you for all the support. Thank you to Got Cut uh, for, for sponsoring the podcast today. And um, yeah, man, you know, we, we, we doing it. We doing it and we want to keep it going. We want to keep building. Um, go ahead and subscribe to our Patreon link as well too in the description below and share this with a friend who needs to hear this message and we're going to keep it going every single week. It's your boy Kenny Clutch on the Clutch Vision Podcast. Remember when we change the mind, we change the game. Peace. Oh.